but see this this podcast is different already because we didn't start with the opening of our beers nor are they bottles this time bottles and cans they are cans of beer cans and beer cans and beer uh which i guess we should thank the generous person who purchased us these cans which is either one of our brother one of my brothers sorry (laughs) one of our brothers we are uh, we're legally adopted by the same person this weekend we are now brothers uh, ryan and i yeah thanks brad and angelina (laughs) topical yeah are they even together anymore yes huh anyways um either Stu or one of my brothers purchased uh along with everyone else way too much alcohol last weekend it was an obscene amount of alcohol it was uh, no it was last weekend last weekend uh clearly i remember my bachelor party very well because holy fuck yeah, it was Drew's bachelor party. Um, I just remember getting there, and I brought a 12 case of, uh, of beer. And it was just like, yeah, put them in the cooler. And I opened the cooler, and it's just filled to the brim with Cronenbergs. Yeah, a very nice what we're drinking beer. Right now. They are from France. Yes. I have a, it's one of those ones I've always seen but never picked up, just never really knowing them. But uh, i got to say, they're a good choice. Yeah, it's solid. It's a solid beer. Nothing, you know, remarkable about it, but it's good. It's an easy drink. Easy and, drink. That's, I think, the, the key, yeah. You know, and they're tall boys. So, and I always think, for me at least, the tall boy is a really ideal quantity of beer. How much is it? I'm sorry. What is the exact? 500, 500 milliliters. That is, that is like, exactly what I want. Yeah, I guess. It's pretty much a pint. Yeah. It's a pint in a can. Very. It's a good amount. It's a good beer, too. It's smooth when it goes down easy. That's it. But, uh, yeah, so my bachelor party was um, last weekend. Brian was there. I was there. As were uh, a bunch of the guys who were invited. In fact, I also realized, though, and um, it came up later on, one of our, my buddies who was there, Calvin, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, due to limitations, the wedding was not able to be invited. But I still wanted to invite him to the bachelor party, and apparently he heard about this, and he was like, I'm not sure if I was invited by accident. I mean, like, I'm not going to the wedding. But there, but luckily, I think it was my brother, uh, Sam, he spoke to, was like, no, 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 come. Like, seriously, Drew wanted you there, be there. That's it. And I'm like, I'm glad he was there because he's someone I don't see as often anymore because, well, if I'm not at work or recording this show, I'm generally trying to find a way to rest because I'm I'm planning a wedding and tired. That's fair. And I mean, you know that. You get home at the the end of the day of work. You don't want to go do stuff. No, sometimes you push yourself and you just do it it. anyway. Like, Like, I won't lie to you. The number of times you've invited me out and I've been like, oh, I'm not going to make it in the end. It's just I'm already at home in PJs. That's fair. I've, I've done that. I've been like, yeah, you know. Friends have been have texted me like, "Hey, we're going, uh, we're going out to this bar, we're going out," and it's like I know these guys are going out until like two a.m. And yeah. I realistically, if I just worked like a twelve to nine shift, I will be tapped out by eleven. <laughs> oh yeah, fully respect that. You just you don't want to be the one stuck. Like just that's it. It's like either I drive and I have to like be responsible for maybe driving someone else home and us waiting on them until mm-hmm. they're ready to go, or I don't drive and I'm stuck and I have to like Uber it or cab it or just wait and just be at someone else's mercy, which is also kind of shitty. Yeah, I feel it's one of those things like, I mean, it's like I, uh, Paula recently discovered uh, an artist online who does these little comics where she'll draw like, kind of like those like ang- those like situations as an adult you kind of like those you can never really express like what was the one she found recently it's just like the, the, the female character in the comic being all like freaked out and frazzled having to do a million things and like it's okay it's okay i can do all this i'll be fine opens the door to leave the house and it's just a pair of ovaries sitting there staring at her uh-huh. <laughs> like your period is coming like fuck you oh god again not a problem we have to deal with but like i get exactly what it means like when when i, I mean like to use a less extreme version of it when you're like I have to do this, I have to do that, I'm so busy, I have to go to work, I have to get home. You finally get home, and then you're like, I'm sick. 
Yeah. Like, you've you've literally taken on every challenge that's been approached to you, and life just goes, here's one more you couldn't control because fuck you. That's it. Not quite on the same wavelength, but I get Yes, what. definitely. I definitely say it's a lighter version for men. I'm also watching this giant spider in my window rocking the wind. Have you seen this fucker? Yeah, he's hanging on. That must be uh, quite the experience for yeah. him. Also, it's fucking huge. I mean, like, I can count its legs from here, and I'm easily, like, across the room from this window. Yeah, but he's on the other side of the glass. Very happily. Uh, one time... Sorry, very distracted comment. Yes, continue. One time I was over at Drew's place, and we were either... I don't remember if we were go- about to record or if we had just recorded the podcast. But he had some spiders in his house, and he just went at them with a blowtorch. Oh, yeah. So I have... Um, I, I kind of joke about it. I, I, I hate spiders. I fucking hate spiders. But where I currently live, my apartment is near the water, which means bugs are very heavy. Like, there's always bugs. Not the actual bugs physically are heavy, but there's always bugs. So it is literally a paradise for spiders. So they tend to build a lot of nests around the lights around my building. I mean, most of this area of my building, I just noticed more because I live in it. And I had a small moment where I guess where I had sealed my window for my AC unit failed. So a bunch had gotten in. So I was getting a fuck ton of them. And I just like didn't feel like squishing it or trying to like chase it down or like hit it and have it fall to the ground. So I just grabbed, what was it? I grabbed uh. I grabbed a lighter and a... Yeah, a lighter uh, and like a... It wasn't like a deodorant can, but it was something along those lines or something like that. Yeah, you wanted to just leave and just no like, doubt that... Oh, no, I was using a barbecue lighter. That's all it yeah, was. Yeah, it was like scorched the earth. And it was just like a barbecue lighter, and I just like went up to it with a barbecue lighter and just... Tick! <laughs> caught fire, fell to the ground, shriveled up, dead. Guaranteed they're fucking gone. And I leave that barbecue lighter in my kitchen, because when I do dishes, I'm right in front of a window. And again, the, that window... Worse than the one right now, I have one big spider there. I've got like a dozen of those in my front window. Mm-hmm. But they do lay eggs, and they hatch, and you can see the little tiny ones scurrying around. And occasionally, one or two make it into the house. So I'm sitting there doing dishes, and one is on the window, and I don't feel like trying to swish a window or hit the window or risk damaging something or like yeah. opening the window. I just torch them. They shuffle up, they fall to the ground, they're dead. That's it. Spiders, pass the vacuum by there. spiders and I have an agreement is that, you know, if I come across one outside... I'm not going to go out of my way to like do anything to it. Oh, 100%. Listen, you got your spot. You got stuff going on in your life. I have stuff going on in my life. Let's not like inter intercross. But if you come into my bedroom or my bathroom or my car, that is my territory. Oh, yeah. You were fucked. Yeah. Like I once was taking a shower and I picked up the shampoo bottle and legit a spider was hanging from the shampoo bottle. Like, and I'm not afraid of spiders. I'm not the type to scream I, or... I am clenching so hard just picturing yeah. that. Yeah, like I said, I'm not, like, usually, you know, if if I need to kill a spider, I have no problems, like, going up and getting near a spider. I once had a spider in my car. I just grabbed it with my hand and I threw it out the window. Yeah, no, I don't care. Do I would take a shoe off and I, I, you know, I mean, you know, for me, it's like, whatever. But when one is hanging from your shampoo bottle all of a sudden... That's a little startling. And I mean, that's also that thing, too, is you're naked. You are naked in a shower. You are you vulnerable. You are exposed. All of my parts are exposed. And, like, yeah. not that that spider was going to do anything. It's but just you're, like, you know just feel vulnerable. I don't have, yes, I don't have that protection. I don't have a shirt or underwear or anything on. It's just me in my glory, <laughs> you know? And the spider is like, hey, you know, room for one more. I'm like, no, there's absolutely no room for one more. At least not you. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> but so 
How'd you how'd you dispose of the fucker? I think I just ran it under the shower stream and it, he fell and that's usually it. Yeah, no, that's it, uh, like that's at that point one. I don't think there was much I could do. Like I didn't want to st- like stomp the shampoo bottle down because it would be guts. Like, <laughs> yeah, shampoo everywhere. That's it. Like I think I just ran it under the. You know, I was pretty composed still. I'm giving, I'm giving I mean, that myself is, that credit. Is it. I, I had one in the shower once ever in this building, and I just cupped hands, water splashed off the wall. It fell down. I got out of the shower, let it. Mm. Trail its way down to the sink, the the drain, yeah. and let it have its watery grave. Just imagine you like lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning <laughs> bolt, like throwing it like those dudes who, who larp and everything like that. Oh man, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Drew used water gun. <laughs> I'd say more of a douse or a bubble beam. I, I'm not gonna <laughs> splash. <laughs> more useful than that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, this is that moment again we always do this where we discuss how we have so many things we want to talk about on the show and we like hint at them or bring them up a little bit but we don't actually get to all of them yeah like uh oh the bachelor part was when we wanted to bring them I know we, we and I mean that was that, that was an was, amazing night we had at the beginning of the night planned to record like not a full yeah. podcast <laughs> but I think a 20 or 30 minute segment of just us like you definitely hammered me probably also hammered um and just see what happens. I mean, party started at like okay, I figure I got picked up in my place around seven something, so I only got there like seven twenty ish, seven thirty ish. Oh, the party started early. Like by the time it was nine o'clock, you were already hammered. Well, that was it. So seven thirty, I'm sitting down and being told, "Here's your party hat and a big pirate hat, and here's your pink tiki goblet, and just it has to be full at all times." And I'm like, "Okay, fine, bachelor party, I get it. I know the gist of all this stuff." And, and before anyone imagines, this wasn't like anything crazy, strippers in Vegas. This was really just guys in the backyard, good food, good treats, um, and a fuck ton of booze. Yeah, no, like we decided not to complicate things. We were a lot of guys. We didn't want to risk anyone driving or risk anyone, like, getting lost or getting into trouble. We decided to keep it low-key for the bachelor party, and we had a good time. And that's that's very me. Like, I, like, I, my brother made the joke of, like, oh, we should hire a stripper. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I can see the joy in, like, a stripper because it's a fun experience, but, like... I would never be like, I want a stripper on my bachelor party. I wouldn't be like, oh, you got one. Like, don't please go away. Yeah. But I would, I would, no part of me was like, I hope they got one. Like, I had no incline for that. Not for sure. Um, yeah, no. So I remember looking at my watch at one point at like 9.30ish and just being like, I am already so ungodforsakenably fucking drunk. This night is going to end horribly or amazing. Yeah. And like. The thing is, the party went on until what, like one? Probably. I think I got back. I got back. I ended up crashing my parents' place. We lived close by, around like one thirty. Yeah. So that drunk at at nine thirty, and you still had four more hours of heavy drinking to come. And it's one of those nights where, like, I I look back and I can remember most of the night. Which is good. It's more than most people would say. But the thing is, I'm still getting a little flash of people be like, "Oh, well, this," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." There was when I body slammed the chip bowl. Yeah. What happened is what happened is uh someone did a toast and I had finished my drink and I just didn't want to pour another one hastily, so I just I was holding the bowl of chips. So I held the (laughs) chips up as like my toast and I didn't realize but somehow like when I dropped the chip bowl, all the chips flew out of the bowl and onto the ground. And I'm like how did this happen? I think I was also a little drunk by then. Uh, yeah, you were already a little... T- we were, I think everyone there got nice and drunk, except for, like, one friend who drove a bunch of people home. Yeah, He George, was also on med, so he couldn't. So it. thank you, George, if George listens. I don't think... 
Well, he uh, he has some comments uh, oh, maybe on, our, on our main topic. So hopefully he'll listen to this but, episode. Uh, thank, thank you, George. George. Thank you for being our DD. He got me there. He got me home. So yeah, the DD with VD. Hey, we don't know. It's a running gag with George. Don't worry. He's a fan of Vampire Diaries. Oh, so he's the VD in the group. Huh. It's he uses he's so Paula and I share our Netflix account with so we have like the the the, the higher level accounts. You have four users. Yeah. Or three, sorry, three users, and there's the kid account. I always forget. So there's me and Paula, my brother and his girlfriend, uh, Sam and Anita. And then there is um, Paula's sister, Julie, and her uh, roommate, Cleo. Sorry, I'm picking up anything from the beer. Uh, so I know Julie and Cleo share those with another friend, and they kept two logging at the same time, so it doesn't make a difference. Whereas George uses mine, and then my mother uses my brother's. So the six of us all share it. And the only downside, though, of this is that if George watches something... One, if it's a show that I end up watching, I can start in the middle. So I remember, I think it was Jessica Jones or Daredevil, a lot of the Marvel stuff. I'll go and just hit start. Okay. And instead of starting at episode one, season one, it'll go to wherever George left off. <laughs> so I remember watching Daredevil being like, this is such a good show, but like, I feel like I'm missing something. And then the episode ends and the next episode begins and it gives you a little title card at the top and it's like episode six. And I'm like, oh, well, that explains that. And then there's also, I get the recommended or continue watching and we always laugh and send pictures to the, our group chat when I have a, because you watched all of Vampire Diaries, and we just post that going, George. <laughs> and he's admitted it is his, and we just make fun of him for it, so. Hey, at least he owns it. Yeah, at least. All that to say that it was a good, good bachelor party night. I would have loved to get some beer pong going, but I think people drank too much too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> we so fun. beer pong was never never gonna happen yeah I, I don't think it would ever happen uh, at one point drew took what we dubbed uh, an angry canadian shot oh my fucking god it was canadian club whiskey and bacon bits mm-hmm. not the artificial ones at least the you know actual bacon bits yeah the ones that have to be refrigerated because they're real meat that's it they're real meat like they're not those like freaking 99 percent sodium one percent red food coloring bacon bits <sighs> that you know you might be thinking of you getting like your shitty store brand Caesar salad. No, these are actual bacon bits. But either way, angry Canadian. Yeah, uh, great shot. I wouldn't recommend it just yet because logistically, it's a lot of chewing and not a lot of swallowing up front. So you end up with a mouthful of whiskey and bacon, and you're trying to swallow bits of the whiskey as you're chewing the bacon, which is very chewy because it's fatty. Yeah, and it just tastes like whiskey. So it's like you're chewing bacon and whiskey at the same time with a mouthful of whiskey burning your tongue and your cheeks. Yeah, I think we need to go back to the drawing board for that a yeah. little bit. Maybe put some syrup in it or something yeah. to make it go down easier. Well, that was the, I, t- I think I've told before, the uh, the white Canadian. Yeah. You take a white Russian and add a shot of maple syrup to it. Yeah. That's a good little drink. That's cool. And then uh, I love that my mother, my mother had a great comment that was the next day you and I went out for pub trivia. Yeah. And we were playing a little drinking game. One of them was like text uh, a family member. The yeah. person to text a family member. So I just texted my mother hi because I had a conversation open with her earlier that day. Mm-hmm. And I explained like, thanks, I was just playing a drinking game. She goes, you just had your bachelor party last night, spend all morning puking, and you're now out the next day drinking again. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Hey, <laughs> you got to get, you know, hair of the dog, right? Apparently you know, so. Uh, hey, but that, that game is fun. Uh, it's called Piccolo. Yeah, it's a free um, app on the App Store, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, my girlfriend showed it to me. Um, and it's a free app, that's it. Uh, yeah. Or at least the, the version we play. I think there is... Like an in-app purchase for extra in-app content. In-app purchase for extra content, but 
Yeah, it's a fun little game. Like, like when I last time I, I hung, like I hung out with her yesterday, and we just played it the two of us, and it's still you know, you know, you, there's sort of some adjustments you have to make just for it being two people. I can imagine, yeah. And it's like a lot of the a lot of the uh, rules of the game require taking three, four, five, six sips. We just do one. Yeah, we do the same there. Like, let's not let's not send anyone to the hospital. But it was, you know, it was still a cool game and definitely something to to play again in the in the future. Yeah, I'd be down to it with like a good group and also at home because some of the things like not that they're inappropriate, but there's like they're hard to do in a bar. Like I know Shannon got one that was get on uh, your knees, get on your knees and until like, told further. Your, and it was nothing. There was nothing to it. It was just she had to be on her knees, but you're not going to do that at the bar. Yeah, there was nothing around where I think she had to be on her knees or like facing away from the table the whole time. Yeah, I couldn't speak, and you had to be. I had to speak with that Chinese accent. That was so which oh my god. Yeah, is you know. At home, whatever. But in public, that's, you know, if the wrong person hears that. Which is kind of funny because I had to put on a, what, German accent? And, and it was a British terrible accent. German accent. You sound like an alien. Yeah, I can't do German accents, I found out. I, I no, really can't. you can't. I can do, I can do like, passably Scottish, British, Irish. Yeah. But, like, I really fucking can't do German. Hmm. German's not an easy one. So, question. You doing a Chinese accent? Racist. Yeah. Me doing a British accent? Not racist. Because you're white. Yeah, I, is that just it? Is it just the British accent's accepted and the Chinese is like you're mocking? Yes. That is weird. I think it's cultural appropriation is something something yeah. like that. I, I admittedly am not educated enough on the subject. I'm also white. Yes, this is a fun fact. Yeah, uh, little little known, little, little trivia tidbit when we come out <laughs> with, uh, speaking of which, the, uh, you know, the, the guidebook. Trivial you know, suit edition. Yeah, trivial, trivial Tri- suit. Trivial pursuit? Trivial suit. Trivial My suit. My suit is trivial. It is black pinstripe that is it it's very trivial we, we will sell we will sell a trivia pursuit game in a suit so it'll be incredibly expensive because it's in a suit but the game will just be a regular game it'll be like Perfect. a kickstarter special edition bullshit thing applause applause hold, break hold for applause um but <laughs> no it's a cool game it's definitely a game better played at home yeah definitely um and it's also a game that you need to be with a group that's pretty familiar with each other because at some point you get questions like, what is this person like? And you have to go around and the first person to like mess up or not think of anything. So the group we had, me, you and Shannon, yeah. we know each other decently well. Like maybe you and Shannon haven't hung out that much, but enough, you know. Enough that if that question came up, I'm sure I can get two or three guesses out of her. That's it. Same way if it was me, I'm sure she'd be fine. Yeah. But then there's also some things that came up. There was one where it was like it named two people in the group and was switch your shirts until further told. That too. And when the other person is in a dress, it's kind of awkward. Yeah. So not doing that at home, we can reevaluate that. But in a bar, definitely no. That's it. But I do want to talk about pub trivia a little bit because this is something that is really popular, I find. Yes. Uh, Voice crack. I was going to say, I'm like, wow. Yes. Yeah. I love pub trivia. When I sneak into the bar with my fake ID. (laughs) Anyway, go on. Uh, Yeah, it's, I've only ever done it a few times. Uh, Both times the same bar, Brutopia, downtown Montreal. Yeah, we went, that that was where we were waiting for bar trivia to start when we played. uh, They do it it really late. I think 10 o'clock is pretty late. 10 o'clock is late. I think think 8, 9 is the sweet spot, especially if you're going to do two rounds. It is. Because it takes about an hour for a round of 10 questions. You think it's 10 questions, that's easy, but you have a whole group and you have to yeah. explain it and get everyone's things together. It takes an hour to do the whole thing. Yeah. But it's something I'm seeing a lot more, and a lot of bars in Montreal do it, especially Monday nights, usually the big night to do it, because it's yeah. a night where it's usually pretty quiet so they can afford to do it. That's it. But it is a fun thing to go do with friends, like compete, and like, uh, when we were there this time, I had mentioned being there once before with Stu. 
and it being a lot better, this guy was not as good. Mm. I hope he never listens to this. I'll be really bad. I doubt he will. I, you never know. Because uh, uh, I, I do have to actually bring up something else about Montreal, uh, which I'll get to in a second. Okay. Weird, weird mystery hinted segue. All right. Um, sorry, so it wasn't as good this time. It was good the first time. But, like, the group that was sitting next to us, Katy Perry's Tits, that yeah. was the team's name, they were there last time, too. Like, they're regulars there. Yeah. And Stu was telling me apparently it was a group that used to play pretty regularly, but they would sit upstairs and use a fishing line to lower their answers down to the guy. Oh, God. Because they didn't feel like running down the stairs every time. That's really funny. And, um, you know, it's inspired me. I'm looking at doing some pub trivia in Montreal. So, you know, if you're a fan of the show and you want to hear more of me and answer silly questions I ask, I might do that. And I'll also say, if you have any pub trivia questions you want to pose to me to have me use at my events, if this becomes a thing, send them to me by social medias. Yes, you will find out our social medias later on. Or yes. you probably know them already, to be honest. But uh, I did want to bring up, uh, not to announce the crowd as much as it is to announce to you, Ooh. but I did email uh, someone who is in charge of scheduling events in Montreal for the Montreal Podcast Festival Yeah, to see about getting us on there. That'd be cool. So it isn't a formal announcement. This isn't a go buy your tickets for that event, assuming it's a ticket event. Yeah. Uh, expecting to see us and then throwing tomatoes at anyone else who isn't us. Which Although, we don't endorse. But it would be flattering. It would be flattering, but we don't endorse it. Well, I just hate tomatoes in general, so I don't endorse anything tomato related. Yeah, I agree. That's Except for cool. ketchup. Ketchup's I okay. I don't like ketchup. Really? I don't, I don't put ketchup on anything. Okay, that's a topic for another day, but what? Okay, never mind. Uh, so if that does become a thing, it'll be announced. We'll tweet about it. We won't fucking talk about it for weeks, I'm sure. Probably. Uh, but it's still very early in development. It's only, I think, later... I think it's only like early next year or late end of this year kind of thing. Something like that. But uh, Montreal has a podcast festival being started by an old buddy of mine. And we're going to try to make that a thing. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Hopefully that works out for us. So I don't know watch if you've noticed this, um, this dead horse right here in front of us. Mm-hmm. That we should beat. Oh, yeah. Give it a good kick. Yeah, he's right next to the elephant in the room. Oh, God. All right, okay, like, I know it, 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 it second, uh, whatever, yeah. Am I, am I, if I, if I thoroughly hinted that we should probably talk about the giant fucking Apple event that just occurred? Yeah, Apple, the world pauses for I Apple. mean, it seriously does. Did you know that Sony had an announcement the exact same day and announced a new console? Did they? Yeah. Huh. I'm a gamer and you're not in the real until the, well, the next day. Well, good for them. They, uh, they announced fair, the fair play they announced the PS4 Slim and the PS4 Pro oh they'll be delighted with that you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they chose a good time hey let's announce oh Apple's announcing something right now it'd be funny if they pick the date first and then Apple just came out like hey uh, you know Sony's like fuck it's too late to like resend these invitations and that's shit. like you, you you know they considered it though yeah they probably did so don't want to harp on it I'm sure anyone listening has already heard all the Apple news. You're a human who lives in a world with internet access. You uh, are a human. But I mean, yes, there's the whole new phones, new watches, waterproofing, water resisting. Uh, but for me, the big thing was the first thing they fucking announced. Which was the bringing in of a Super Mario app onto the iPhone. Like That was something I never in a million years would have gambled on. Like, have you given like... Vegas odds on things happening at this announcement. iPhone 7, iPhone 8, like less likely. Jumping ahead. We like, don't like 7. Like, uh, a thousand things. But friggin' Shigeru Miyamoto, the man who created Kirby, Donkey Kong, Zelda, uh, Metroid, effectively, 
um, Mario. I mean, this man is the father of every major Nintendo title you think of. Actually, he was a co-creator on Kirby. I should correct that before someone gets mad at me. Because anyone would Put know Put your that. pitchforks down, folks. <laughs> uh, oh, also he created uh, Fox. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. Pretty much if you played Smash Bros, 90% of that roster belongs to this man's fucking brain. He is a king of gaming culture. And he goes out on stage to go, yeah, we're bringing Mario to uh, Apple for the first time. It's, Mario will not be exclusive to a Nintendo console. Bitches. That, to me, was sold. That that's was like, exciting. I don't, the iPhone 7 can be made of solid gold and give me blowjobs. Don't think it would top this. <laughs> okay, maybe? I mean, but prospect, a pretty, that's a pretty exciting prospect. I don't know, would, would a solid gold blowjob feel good? Be a little cold. Yes. This is a weird topic, we should probably shouldn't... Yeah, solid gold. <laughs> Hashtag solid gold blowjobs. <laughs> I was like, kind of like waiting, like, do I do it? Do I take this one? I'll let it slide I feel and like see the, what... the hashtag has to come from the first half, you know? Yeah, I guess. Create that entry. Like, where the Ooh. fuck could they... What the fuck could they have talked about that led to this hashtag? <laughs> well, find out, bitches. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did if they're listening this far. Well, you found out, bitches. Uh... <laughs> I... <laughs> There's only more to that sound, and I just lost it. it you know, it, it's... Uh... One of those partial noises just that people make. That, uh, yeah. Mm. So I think the biggest controversy really for the entire thing, if we're going to bring it up at this point, is the whole no headphones on an iPhone. Yeah. If you've been on the internet at all for the past few days. Did you see the guy who made a parody Apple website that has the iPlug, the Apple plug? Apple plug, yeah, I saw And that. it's just a little plug that basically blocks your headphone jack. Yeah. So it becomes just a flush finish. I, I thought it. that was pretty funny. It's it's funny, and it, you know it wasn't done with any malicious intents. Like, yeah, you know it's poking fun. It's poking fun. But at the same time, I I kind of agree with this. I I have a moment I always like looking back at. Was back when I worked at uh, Best Buy. I was working at the computer department for a day, mm-hmm. and some kid made a comment about like, I can't believe they're making computers now. They don't have CD drives. Like I think it was like right when the MacBook Air has been about for probably not for a while, and like a lot of other like you know smaller laptops were doing it now. Yeah. And I turned to the kid and I go, "Well, it's kind of like the floppy disk." And he goes, "The what?" I'm like point proving. Like the kid was like thirteen. Like he wasn't like a child. He was young. He was a kid, but he wasn't like an infant. Right. And here I am mentioning a thing that, I mean, you used them in school, didn't you? You must have used them up until like probably high school a little bit. Floppy disks. Yeah. Not really. I had them a lot in elementary and like my first year or two of high school, maybe. No, like I know what a floppy disk is. I have used them, but I don't think I used them in school. Really? Really. I remember having like a box on my teacher's desk in grade seven and having to like go ask for one or like give a quarter to take one. Okay, that, that wasn't a thing that happened with me. Well, you went to fucking like fancy schools, so shut up. I guess. Fancy ass high school. Wow. Um, but again, it was that moment of like things are going to evolve, things are going to change. In like 10 years from now, nothing will have a headphone jack. I mean, already now, most companies make wireless headphones. Yeah. A- Apple's pretty good at, like, enduring the the teasing. Like, when the iPad came out, there were so many people making fun of it. It's like, what, what is this going to be good for? And every company on Earth uses one now. Yeah, and now everyone... I mean, Apple didn't create the tablet, but now the tablet is so huge. Everyone's buying iPads. It's like, where, you know, what was life before the iPad? Like, and I don't want to too, you know, I'm not an Apple fanboy. I mean, I I'm, a, I'm a little bit, I'll definitely I like say it. Apple, but, 
you know, I can recognize a weird move. As much as I am not crazy about the lack of the headphone jack, personally, I'm going to come out and say I'm not big on that. I'm going to wait and see, but I, I, I like my wired headphones. I like the headphone jack. I like plugging it in. Dirty. Hey. Um, I don't know. I am on wireless headphones now. I have all my speakers in the house are wireless. I have... I have wired headphones in my bag as a in case I forget to charge my headphones because I'm an idiot. Yeah. But that's my own fault. But I mean, realistically, I charge all my devices every night. All the plugs are side by side. It's just one more thing to plug in. I guess it's going to be a lot of wait and see, but Apple has been right a lot more than they've been wrong. So I guess, you know, benefit of the doubt. I don't really agree with the no headphone, but that's sort of it. You know, it's been one of those things that was rumored for a long time. And I guess it was just sort of, you know. Yeah. That, that's what's coming. End of the day, though, we can still listen to music. Yeah, we can. All musics. Yep. Even. Uh, one Hit Wonders. Speaking of which. Speaking of which, One Hit Wonders. How, yeah. how Did you see that coming? <laughs> <laughs> we, well, these four segments are really killing us. This is not. It's not going well. <laughs> but we're not here for our, like, turn of the phrase. You know, we're really exactly. not here We're not poets. We're not, you know, uh, as opposed to every every uh, emo kid on uh, Live Journal. So, mm. one hit wonders. You you brought this up, and I'm curious. Did you have a particular place this was coming from when you suggested this topic, or was it just an interest? Just an interest. I don't think like for me, it's like I liked uh, when we talked about emojis. We got a lot of comments about people like just listing their favorite, least favorite emojis. So I thought we could do the same thing for one hit wonders. That usually mm. generates, you know. Something like that generates a lot of discussion amongst people when we ask for comments. And so we got a lot of people listing their favorite one-hit wonders. And it's interesting because a lot of them I agree with. In fact, I'd say all of them. All the, all the uh, suggestions we were given, I would qualify all of them as one-hit wonders to, uh, you know. Maybe yeah, not I'm, to, I'm going through a few of them. Yeah, like to, to varying extents, I should say. Um, but also the one-hit wonder is really interesting because... I wouldn't say, you know, at least with some more recent, you know, songs or more recent artists, the one hit wonder is actually a lot more subjective than you think when like when you put some thought into it. Like even some of these old, you know, quote unquote classic one hit wonders, you'll probably have people out there who are saying, yeah, you know what? No, this, this is a band that like had a lot of good hits. Just, you know, you didn't pay attention to mm-hmm. them. So... I think that would have been an interesting, you know, that is an interesting uh, point of conversation. And so I want to list just a couple of the ones we got. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading through them now because last I checked this today, there weren't this many and they've like doubled since I last checked. Oh yeah, everyone's going for it, which I love. Oh my God, yeah, and seriously. So hang on, I'm going to start with a couple, a couple uh, classics. Um, yeah. So for example, well, okay, we'll start with Danny. You're Unbelievable by EMF. Unbelievable. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, you got Shannon. And she says, The Darkness, I believe in a thing called love. Good good song, good. too. Uh, also, a shout-out to, to Shannon for actually including a YouTube link. Yeah. For anyone no, who is not familiar with nice. it, you can check it out. It's a, And she says, People always butcher it at karaoke bars. Yes, I, I can vouch for that. No one can go that high. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Stu, Men Without Hats, The Safety Dance. Um, that's, a, that's, again, that's a huge one. Yeah. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Mm-hmm. Soft Cell, Tainted Love. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I, that's skip. one of those ones too. I love the song Tainted Love. Did not know there was the band that, pl- that performed it. Yeah. Never knew their name. That's it. Never occurred to me. I mean, there's the 
There's the Marilyn Manson cover of it, but, you know. Which I also have my... Uh, yeah, my um, I'm going to skip a couple of these for a good reason. We're going to get back to those in a second. But uh, we got Maddie saying Eiffel 65, blue. I was, was hoping if you're skipping some, don't skip that I'm one. I'm not skipping that one. I'm skipping the other ones, and you probably can tell why, because I want to get to that a bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam says Chumbawamba's Tub Thumping. Great song. <laughs> Amazing. Love that song. Paul, our friend Paul, who I know listens, is listening. Yeah. Aha uh, uh-huh with Take On Me. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Uh, and also, it's funny too. A lot of these bands, I'm trying to think. Like, do I know another one of the songs? I don't. I, I really so don't. So far, so far, there's been no uh, no bands that I can say I know another song from them. Uh, okay, Adam again. Lou Vega, Mambo Number no. Five. Yeah, that's one that everyone knew. Uh, Dario, Dead or Alive, You Spin Me Round, like a record. Mm-hmm. George, Blind Melon, No Rain. Yeah, it's a good one. Michael. This is actually one where I do know another song by them. Uh, really? The Baja Man, Who Let the Dogs Out? I know another song by the Baja Man. Please spoil the movie. Uh, there's a song called uh, Move It Like This. Actually did have some play um, back in the day, but no. Obviously, now when you think hmm. back to the Baja Man, it's Who Let the Dogs Out. Like, yeah, I mean, it's only, I, even know, again, I don't know the band. Yeah, it's a decent song. Uh, okay, Steve. Rockwell, Somebody's Watching Me. I can't even think of that song. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Okay, yeah, yeah the there one. you go, okay. Um, and then Stu, again, comes back with a B44, Get Down. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, that If you watch the music video for that for that song, it is the most 90s boy band music video. It's all these dudes in like really, really orange tans, <laughs> tank top, puka shell, oh, frosted God. tips. Like, this is, you know, board shorts... Oh, hang on. We just got another comment. What? Who? I did, I uh, okay, me. well, no, it was, it was not another song. It was just yeah, Paula, your fiance, uh, uh, just saying the dirtiest of songs we sang as children, <laughs> which is B44's Get Down, which go. it is. Good call. I don't think, I think we were singing it without knowing what that meant. Oh, yeah. She always makes fun of, um, did you ever see, I think it was the Pussycat Dolls movie? Josie and the Pussycats? Yes. I did. If I'm not saying it was that movie. The, their rival boy band does a song called Backdoor Lover, mm-hmm. which includes Turk from uh, Turk Scrubs. Turk from Scrubs. Is one of the guys in the boy band. Yes, uh, I remember yes. that. And I it's all that. about, uh, I don't, I want to come up, I want to come in your backdoor, baby. I want to be your secret backdoor lover. Yeah. I mean, it is a song about butt sex in a movie meant for children. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, it all comes back, like all a lot of these songs, you know, I'll go back to actually what Carol says is pretty much, she says... So basically the 90s, see Spin Doctors, Dishwalla, etc. And yeah, I think one thing a lot of these suggestions so far have in common mm-hmm. is that there's enough distance between when they came out and now that we can really say, yeah, this band really only had one big hit. And define a hit, well, it's a song that was commercially popular and that still has its staying power. Like, you know, like Vanilla Ice. Yeah. He has other songs. We know that he has other songs. I just can't name one besides Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. I bet if you put on a bunch of songs and said one of these is Vanilla Ice, I might be able to ID his voice or the mm-hmm. song again. But I don't think I could actively name another song or album or anything from him. No, that's it. Um, and this it happens too. So we, we commented about it a bit today, which was the how generally these are songs that got radio play, became big, everyone knew them, and then they faded away. Yeah, they fade away at least from mainstream uh, success. Yeah. So we gave an example of uh, the song that we heard on the radio today, Leaving Work, was yeah. Sail. Sail by AOL Nation. Great song. 
a band I do thoroughly enjoy. I, I honestly now of all times I can't name those off the album for the life of me because I'm terrible at it personally. Not your fault. But I do have the album. There I have. I think I have two other albums on my phone right now. Yeah, they got a couple. But they're a band I have gone back to and listened to and gone through their discography and listened to a few times. And I do have a few other songs on that list I can pull out and I really do enjoy. But I am betting most people, Just and I'm sure even some of you listeners, had to look that up right now if you were to like, which one was that again? And then put it on and go, oh, that song. Yeah. I never knew those. Who, I don't know who that band That's is. It. For someone who doesn't listen to that genre of music or never really cared enough to look into it, you know, yeah, Sale is AWOL Nation's biggest song. And it's probably the only song that some people have heard of from them. And so it's very easy to say, this is a one-hit wonder, and, you know, be done with it. Mm-hmm. And it's different now because AWOL Nation is still making music. They're still touring. Yeah. They actually just were in Montreal very recently opening up for really? the supergroup uh, Prophets Rage, which huh. is Rage Against the Machine, Cypress Hill, and something else. I oh, yeah, remember. I heard about them. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so they're around, and they're still making music. I, You know, we both know other songs of theirs. And I'm sure that was the case for, you know, a Vanilla Ice, for a AHA, for, you know, The Darkness, for any of those. Maybe other, not Eiffel Pass. 65. But. Maybe not Eiffel 65. The, the 90s, there, see, the thing about the 90s is the 90s was very much, you hit one song. I mean, how about the best one-hit wonder of all time? Okay, second best. The first, the best one-hit wonder of all time is Hanson's Mbop. Oh course. my fucking God, yeah. Uh, the second best is probably Sandstorm by Darude. Uh, you know, and... <laughs> Funny, I'm not what I thought you were going to go with. Oh, For you? either of those, I had an, I have a third one, I guess, that okay. I can do as a, as a one-hit wonder. Never going to give you up? That's a that's true. That is probably the... I mean, and the thing about that one-hit wonder is not only... I don't know how popular it was back in the 80s when it first came out. Mm-hmm. But now, it's it's exploded. Like, they even... Like, Macy's freaking had the guy, you know, Rick Astley, come out and sing and that Rick song. Like, this Day guy parade. all of a sudden has a career again. I'm sure he was doing other stuff. Actually, sure if I can do a fine. small tangent, I yeah. came across the most amazing moment on Reddit because of that today. Okay. Uh, someone, some whatever generic thread on Ask Reddit or some bullshit, and someone comments something, and the response to him was, I'm sorry, but your username, is that the end of the URL for Rickroll? And the guy's username was just like D3 something something yeah. something something, and I looked at it, and I'm like, yeah, that does look familiar, and I looked up, like, I went on YouTube, typed in Never Gonna Give You Up, first result, the actual music video. And that is the, so it's like, you know, YouTube's always like YouTube URL equals the yeah. gibberish code. Yeah. That was his username. That's it. And it the got fact to a that point. somebody recognized it. Well, that's it. It got to a point where that's what you had to do because you didn't want to get Rickroll. Because, it, like, what, a few years ago, I'd say more than, it was probably a good, like, almost now a decade ago, probably, where Rickrolling was a thing. Yeah, it was like 2007, Yeah, something like that. And it was just like, it got to a point where you had to check the code or the URL. I'm like, oh, wait, this one looks familiar. This is bullshit. But... That's, so yeah, still when, amazing. While a lot of these are, um, you know, older songs, uh, I forgot. J- uh, Jason mentioned uh, Ricky J. That's, that's another. One oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Um, you know, uh, our friend Steve also, our friend Steve, uh, he had one comment uh, after you know saying uh, someone's watching me by Rockwell. He also had one saying somebody that I used to know by Got Ya. That song oh, is sorry by who Got Ya. Got is, it, you? Is, it, is it a Goatee? Goatee, whatever. G-O-T-Y-E. Danish. Go-chi? Danish guy. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. I was, I was Goatee. That was, like, what I thought was interesting is that's the only example, besides another one, which we're going to get to a little later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this was the only recent example that we got. Everything else is from the 90s, the 80s, even mm-hmm. the 70s. Um, maybe, you know, 
even be like early early 2000s but this song i think is what 2011 yeah this was like it was playing like up until like a year ago it was still playing on like most radio stations that's it, it still pops oh, up every now and then i got then. beer on me did you a little bit that's a drag but you know it's interesting how that progresses to a one-hit wonder because i'm sure like at the height of his popularity there was other songs by him floating around but they didn't have like they weren't this song another band uh, i can actually give an example of, of is the band milky chance that did the song stolen dance oh uh, yes yeah like like again people listening look that song up you will recognize it oh yeah, no, I, 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 I just it, to it. that's also the thing about a one-hit wonder is if like you name the song and it doesn't look familiar and you have to look it up and then oh you hear well, that it, was it. You I said, I, I said, you sing one to me and I recognized that if you started singing the well, lyrics. That's it. So, um, so you did make a point though. And it didn't occur to me till this moment that I think the big difference between, uh, so we gave the example of AWOL Nation's sale. Yeah. Is in this day and age, you hear a song you like, you're not just relegated to, well, I'll wait for it to come on the radio again. I like that one random single. Yeah. And that becomes the one everyone knows, like any of the ones we just mentioned. Yeah. But in this day and age, you hear a song on the radio you really like, like Sale, and you go, oh, I'm going to use Shazam to find out what ba- who this is. Yeah. Oh, gonna, uh, there's a link on. to their iTunes. Oh, look, there's all their music, and I have Spotify or Apple Music or shadier third-party options. Are Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's it. You have the technology now. And, like, even though not everyone is going to do that, mm-hmm. some people are very content, you know, with, with uh, just song's gonna come on when it comes on i enjoy it i'm not gonna go look for it but the people who do want to look into it can look into it but because so many people don't and they will just know awol nation by sale like mm-hmm. yes they have other songs i predict those songs in a few years will fade away once awol nation is done it's going to be sale that is going to be their swan yeah. song when when people are doing this podcast about ours you know t- 2010 songs mm-hmm. That'll be one of the ones... I mean, maybe not that one per se. That's it. Like, who knows in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years where that song will be. That's it. Because, again, I also think... The other thing I always say now with music, though, is that as we're getting to a point where more people are putting out more music because it's easier to do, mm-hmm. and more people have the tools to record professionally or publish their music online through other services, it is becoming harder to stand out. Like, I always said, there'll never be another Beatles. No band will ever rival the Beatles. Not because no band will ever be as good... But because it'll never be a world where they can do that. Yeah. Because you can put out your absolute best song right now, but you are drowned in a world where 30,000 other people are doing the same thing. And it's so much harder to get the appeal you need. When the Beatles were around, there was other artists, but there were only so many recording studios or stations or ways to hear music or purchase music. Yeah, that's it. Um, I mean, no one will ever beat the Beatles. I'm still, I'm a Beatles maniac that kind of stuff I still say they're one of the greatest bands and what they did to music will change the world forever but to go back to One Hit Wonders we are at a point though where bands will fade away and disappear and one of their songs will move on and that'll be the One Hit Wonder of the future the same way had we had this conversation 17 15 years ago when I don't know uh, Rick Astley was just getting his start be like Rick Astley. No, he's got other. You know, yeah, he's got people this will be like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm a fan of his stuff. I have, I have three of his albums," because that's when was a fan. The same way, there are. I guarantee there. What is that song on the radio now? I I can't remember what it's called. Fuck. Um, the. Um, Don't mind. 
Don't mind. The where he sings the uh, he says all the girls in different languages the Olokamasta uh, I say konnichiwa. You know what I'm talking about? No. Nope. Never mind. But that's again one of those songs I've heard on the radio once or twice. It's mm-hmm. been played on a few radio stations. I had to look it up. Never heard of the guy before. I happened to look up Apple Music. That's what I use for my music listening. And I see he has like two or three other albums. Never heard of anything. But this song, I've heard it seven or eight times now, just from other people and other means. And I find it incredibly catchy. But not my style of music, so nothing else of his really hits me. Yeah. So to me, he is a one-hit wonder. That's it. But someone else who listens to him now might be like, oh yeah, no, I'm his biggest fan. I have all of his music. I love his stuff. Yeah, you'll find you'll find plenty of fans of like, aha. Uh-huh. I don't know if the Baja men ever had much of it. Well, and that's, so, that's the kind of thing, though. So but maybe that's something the there, older... There are still, like, artists who come out now, and mm-hmm. you already know... They're going to be a one-hit wonder. I'll give an example. Uh, there's a song by Madcon. Shelly's like, you know, middle-aged men who sing the song Don't Worry. Mm-hmm. And it goes like, oh, weekend on the night, don't worry about it. You know, and you already know, and I could be wrong, I suppose, but you already know those guys are never going to pop up again. They hit gold once, and that's it. And you know what? That gets into the interesting point of what defines a hit. At this point, is it something that is commercially successful or is it something that has the staying power that gets people to listen to an artist's other material or at least gets some people to listen to an artist's other material? Because there is perhaps one one suggestion that we got. So before we get to that one, can I bring up one more though on yeah. that subject of One Hit Wonders? Uh, there was another one of those generic radio ones you kept hearing. Uh, I forget the name of the artist or the song. One of the opening lyric is the... Um, the I took a pill to make a Vichy think I was cool, whatever that line is. Oh, I took a pill in Ibiza. Yes. So do you know that that guy had another one in Wonder before that, like 10 years ago? Hmm. That's funny. And in the song, he makes reference to the only people who know me are people who are now much older than me for a oh. song I wrote when I was a kid. That's crazy. Like he literally makes a joke in his song about being a one hit wonder and now being washed up. Yeah. In a song that is now his Self-aware. second hit Yeah, wonder? it's like his resurgence. But um, Stuart actually just commented again, and he says, uh, How has no one mentioned Cisco's thong song? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, you have I mean, to mention that I mean, realistically, this could go on forever. There's like another thousand it's a songs fun topic, I can but think of. One of the most, I want to hear more. Keep posting them, guys. One of, the, one of the more interesting ones we got... Yeah, so this one, yes. ...is uh, Zach. I wanted to leave this one for last. Yeah, Zach, thank you for being our star commenter this week. Yeah, Zach, uh, you... Remind get, me to give you a little gold star stickle next time I see you. He would like that. I don't want to have on that one. Back to school. <laughs> back to school. Anyway, <laughs> Zach commented, and he said, um, Friday... By Rebecca Black. Mm-hmm. Now, on one hand, this is definitely a one-hit wonder because Rebecca Black literally only had one song. Didn't she do the Chinese food song? Oh, yeah. Maybe she did. Or it was the no, same studio. I think it was the same studio. But Rebecca she, Black's Friday... She definitely had a second song and it just did not do well at all. That's it. But I think that song was only meant to be one song. And I would argue that it was a hit. Because as much as it became like the most like disliked video on YouTube ever, yeah, um, you gotta feel bad for her. She was thirteen. She got so much shit for it. But that's but another. She still got so much uh, fame for it, regardless. She, she got, got fame sucks. for it. Yeah, that's true. Like you know, she had to drop out of school though. I feel like net total, it was a gain for her in the end. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't know, but you know, at the end of the day, like I don't know what she's doing with her life right now. As long as she doesn't pull the Lindsay Lohan, we're all happy. Whew. 
but you know, I would call that a one-hit wonder because as much as maybe a lot of people disliked it, I can guarantee that there were people and there are people still sing it. First of all, there oh god, every who, fucking week at yeah. work, someone says it's Friday. And someone will hum it or whistle it or even just break well, out of that fucking song. it's the song. same as the freaking song. Probably one of my least favorite songs in oh, the don't world do it. Don't of do it. all time. It is the song Closing Time. Damn it, I love that song. How I dare you? hate that song. I could, you know, I honestly can't even explain why I don't like that song. I just <laughs> do not like the song Closing Time. If also you want, a one-in wonder, too. It is a one-in wonder. Really? That's, yeah. why I'm, that's why I'm bringing it up is that, but that song, it's always going to be relevant. Yeah. That's the problem, and it's the bane of my existence. Oh, and, and I, I know I'm, I sing that I'm so opening word. myself up right now to <laughs> to having this song bombarded at me. The new Rick Roll, the closing time, or Waxman. Oh my god! And it's just like I'm, I, just, I'm just now picturing you like in a in a t- in like a bell tower with a sniper rifle. It's closing time. It's closing time. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Like they open up the padded room, and I'm just there rocking about in my straight jacket. It's closing time. They have to every every week just... they have to come in and they have to turn, turn your clock back to the morning, so it's opening time. But that's it. Like I cannot, <laughs> I cannot explain. Um, why you dislike it so much? Why I dislike it so much? I just do not like the song. I it, it fills me with rage. Silly. I don't know. Yeah. Um, since we got ten minutes left, I actually Paula again just posted and she asked, "Where do you guys stand on one hit wonders by people who are celebrities in other ways? For example, Lindsay Lohan's song Rumors or Paris Hilton's Stars Are Blind." So, first of all, Lindsay Lohan, wow, we are on the same fucking wavelength, me and my future wife. There you go. Um, I mean, I still feel it's like a one-hit wonder, it's just that it's easier to become a one-hit wonder because you have this fame already. The same way if, uh, I mean, that was, I think it was a few years after the Rick quote became really big, like right around that May Stay Pray thing, Rick Astley released a new single attempting to like you know benefit from this this fame yeah and it was actually a great song i loved it i can't remember what the fuck it was called now it's been years but it was a great little song mm-hmm. and i feel like if a celebrity or someone who isn't necessarily known for music does do a single song if, it, if it's catchy enough and it sells and it works and it gets play i mean i'm okay with it yeah oh another great one hit wonder mm-hmm. skilo i wish yeah that is actually also up there it's one of my favorite one hit wonders good like clean hip-hop yeah it was like the epitome of clean like late 80s early 90s hip-hop so i do want to bring up though Um, because um oh sorry oh sorry finish your thought thought. yeah but another good example of the celebrities marky mark and the funky bunch oh my good vibrations um i rationally hate that song see there you go but i think it's because i really really hate Mark Wahlberg. Doesn't give you good vibrations? Uh, no, I just hate um, Mark Wahlberg. But that's interesting because it's like, whereas that one, I believe, Mark Wahlberg was Marky Mark before he was Mark Wahlberg and like the actor. Whereas, you know, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, they had, I mean, Paris Hilton, you can call it an acting career, I guess. She um, had a fame of sorts. Oh. <laughs> and then they released a song. So it's like, is that a one hit wonder or is Marky Mark the one hit wonder who just, you know, is like, fuck this, I'm going to go be an actor now. I, oh, I think, kind of the reverse using his I mean I, I don't think there's any relation really I feel like if it was like right after the song became big he jumped to acting but I think like it was so far down the road there's no real connection anymore like it wasn't like oh man you're Marky Mark from Marky Mark and the whatever his band was called and the Funky Bunch Funky Bunch I was, funky like, bunch, I was yeah. gonna say Marky Mark and the Marky Bunch the Marky Bunch <laughs> that guy really loves himself he just put his name all over it 
It was just a coincidence, actually. They just they were already called the Marky Bunch. It was the weird. They were looking for a Marky, and he was like, "I'm Marky Mark," and they were like, "That's amazing." Wow, he's just, they, you're they the Markiest person. They we definitely know. made their mark. I'm hey, so sorry. I'm gonna kill oh myself. God. Um, but I wanted to bring up. So uh, I was talking to Paula. We were driving back from um, some errands. And made a comment like, oh, you guys are doing the One Hit Wonders. And we were, the radio was garbage. We were in the mood to listen to any podcast. So she just put on Apple Music. She had a playlist. Nobody where it came from. Just One Hit Wonders. First song comes on. And she goes, okay, wow. Like, this is a One Hit Wonder. Like, we're already on a roll. And it was Cheap Trick. Hmm. And I mean, to me, that's a band I, I'm not a huge classic rock fan. But I am a fan enough to know a few of their songs. And even the two or three that I go back to as like probably their bigger hits, that wasn't the one she put on. I, I forget the exact one that was on in the car, but like right away I'm thinking like, yeah, no, if I think of them, like my two go-to songs are Surrender and um, Ladies and Gentlemen. Yeah. Like those are the two, if I'm thinking like if you're going to call them One and Wonder, that's the one you'll go to. But you pulled out a third different song. And this is a band that I actually recently sat down with uh, my soon-to-be father-in-law, Michael, and watched them get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There you go. And I mean, it really comes down to your taste in music. For someone like Paula, who is not a classic rock fan, I mean, those classic rock songs I know she likes, but she's not going to sit down and listen to the entirety of Pink Floyd's The Wall just because you can. Like, that isn't her style. She isn't going to sit down to a Rolling Stones marathon. Yeah. Whereas her father, that's very much his taste. So, whereas you might say, oh, yeah, Cheap Trick, what a one-hit, what a one-trick pony. To, uh... to someone like her father, even myself, they're, they're a good band. Yeah, I mean, there's also people out there who are like, oh, Van Halen. Oh, yeah, Jump. That, that's the only song I know from Van Halen. Or, uh, you know, Black Sabbath, Iron Man. No, no, you know, I don't know anything other than that. Or, hell, even the Beatles. Like, it's sacrilege to think, I guess. But some people might like, oh, okay, yeah, I know Yellow Submarine. Yeah. I was curious, Mike, are you going to pull a Hey Jude or Yellow Submarine, one of the two? Uh, you know, there's probably, you know, yeah, Hey Jude would be another one. But, yeah. you know, as a band gets older a lot of them can tend towards being thought of. Not necessarily being, but being thought of. Mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, like for someone who is, let's say, born, of, you know, in the last decade, you're not necessarily super inclined to go through the Beatles discography unless, you know, you're like the wrong generation type or something like that. <laughs> or even Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, I guess the, that that's also a rule. Like, I mean, freaking, you know... Beethoven is probably a one-hit wonder to most people by now. Do you know his Fifth Symphony? Is that the big one? Is that the one that I have no idea. I think it's his seventh. No, it's Beethoven's fifth. Is the big one? Yeah, Fifth Symphony. But do you know his first four? I think there actually was only like three. I don't know why. There was one of those. There's one of those weird like random facts you hear sometimes where it's like, you know, he never actually wrote a second symphony. It was actually just a continuation of part one. But when he wrote three, he'd already scrapped part two, so he just. One of those bullshit facts. I probably am wrong, but... Well, even then, like, you know, Adam was probably a badass guitar player in his day, Ooh. but, you know, Adam is an Adam and Eve. Oh, I'm like, the original Adam. The original G. Yeah, no, when he plug in his electric guitar and just jam all day. Yeah, that's it. But then God had to go and make a woman for him. Okay, let's... let's, let's... <laughs> this was going, thank you. Let, let's finish off, um... Okay, so Paula just sent us her One Hit Wonders playlist that we just talked about. Oh, did she? I'm going to read them, and you're going to say yes or no if you think they're a One Hit Wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Uh, oh, God. Okay, <laughs> this is longer than I thought, but we're going to go for it. we got a few random ones, then, maybe. 
No, we're going to go for it. Oh. American Boy by Estelle. Yeah. Like a G6 by Far East Movement. That's it. Usually the trick for me, if I don't know the band, I'm yeah, going to go Yeah, that's back. it. Get Over Yourself by Eden's Crush. Don't know it. <laughs> Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Yes. Do you know all these songs? Or can you I know a couple of them, yeah. Let's, if you don't know them, skip them more or less. Like, let's okay. be a little more... Oh, different. this is a good one. Barbara Streisand by Duck Sauce. I even... I never knew who that was by. Yeah. Duck Sauce? Duck Sauce. God damn it. Uh, okay, this is actually a really good song. Uh, Karma Chameleon by Culture Club. Yeah, it's, again, a great song. Yeah. Whip It. Don't know anything else. Whip It by Devo. Devo definitely has a few others I've heard of, but couldn't yeah. hear it now. Butterfly by Crazy Town. <laughs> yeah. Riding by Chameleon Air. Yeah, that was the last one we heard before we got okay. out of the car. Uh, All Day Long I Dream About Sex. This is an interesting one because this is by J.C. Chazé. Mm-hmm. So, of NSYNC... Mm-hmm. But by himself, yeah, pretty much a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Let It Rock by Kevin Rudolph. I remember that one. The uh, The Boys of Summer by the Ataris. Uh, That's my most one. hated song, despite the name of the band. You Sexy Thing by Hot Chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, I am skipping now a few that... Pop Goes My Heart by Hugh Grant. <laughs> I did not know Hugh Grant. It was... Did you ever see the movie, um... Oh, fuck, I gotta look it up now. What was anyway. the Hugh Grant movie? Okay, we're gonna... I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Hide and Seek by Imogen Heap. Ooh, but they, the OC we have to thank for that. But that is, I love Emojin Heap. We yeah. actually had a conversation on Twitter years back before I knew she was famous. Yeah. Uh, I just, I generally really enjoy Emojin Heap. I've tied all around. It's a nice song. Uh, the Reason by Hoobastank. I would disagree. I know some Hoobastank songs. Including a song of Halo 2 soundtrack. Yeah. What Weird fact. Uh, when You're Gone, Brian Adams and Mel C. I wouldn't say Brian Adams is a, or Mel C, really. Uh, the Bad Touch by the Bloodhound Gang. Yeah. Whereas, again, my buddy was a huge fan of theirs. Uh, I know a bunch more of their songs. Okay, I disagree here, but Bump, Bump, Bump by B2K. I know some other B2K songs. Uh, Chumbawamba. It rings a bell. Tub Thumping. That was there what we talked go, about. Uh, Barbie Girl by Aqua. Yeah. But again, Aqua, I know a lot yeah. of their stuff. I Love College by Asher Roth. The Thong song is on there. Yeah. Okay. What else do we got? I Want You to Want Me by Cheap Trick. That's the one you were talking about. Yeah. Um, all the things she said by tattoo. That was one That's we heard. We definitely were like, That's yeah. That's a good one. Teenage dirtbag by Weedus. Mm-hmm. Happy together by the Turtles. Um. Yeah, it's again. There's so many, and even like teenage dirtbag is one so of the songs many. where it's recent enough that I heard it. I and would, then looked it up and found the band, and I've enjoying their music for. A I would more. walk 500 miles by the Proclaimers. Yeah. This is a good one. Absolutely. Story of a Girl by Nine Days. <laughs> like, this is just going through, like, the old stuff. Uh, Dragostad Dinte by Ozone. Oh, my God. I used to know uh, my heart. Numa Numa, like, as we know. I, I used to know the legit lyrics by heart. I Paper Planes by M.I.A. Yeah. Uh, what is Love by Hathaway. That's that's one that people, I feel like, should have should have mentioned. Lips of an Angel by Hinder. Oh, my God. Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. Yes! Uh, Handlebars by Flowbots. Again, another band, Flowbots. Again, you say that? I love Flowbots. But a lot I, of people like just their new know. album just came out a few months ago, and I listened to it nonstop. But nobody knows okay. them. 99 Red Balloons by Goldfinger. I disagree, because Goldfinger has, like, Superman. They have, uh... Mm-hmm. uh I also disagree with Where'd You Go by Fort Minor, because Fort Minor has Remember the Name. Yeah. Which, uh... Breakfast at Tiffany's. Deeply mm-hmm. something. That one I'll give. Um, I Try by Macy Gray. <laughs> uh, Too Legit to Quit by MC Hammer is not a one-hit wonder because MC so Hammer that, has... was an inter- that one did come up on our plays as we were listening to it on Shuffle. Yeah. And we both agreed that, yes, he has another song you can probably think about. Yeah. But besides his two big hits, what else is there? 
I guess. Oh, uh, where is it? Cooler Than Me, Mike Posner. That's the guy who does the Visa song. That's it, yes. So this is it. He has two one-hit wonders, yeah. but very spread out. Steal My Sunshine by Len. Oh my That's God. That's a good one. Um, the Ketchup Song by Lost Ketchup. <laughs> Fuck it. One of our coworkers sings that all the time. You know that, right? Yeah. Have you heard Victor sing it? Yes. Oh my god, makes my day. That's that's like there's other ones, but yeah, yeah. Um, we won't do the entire list because we do have to close them eventually. And some I don't really. But know. I I did want to share though. So you were saying the Hugh Grant one surprised you? Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Music and Lyrics? Nope. Drew Barrymore and Hugh Grant. He's an old like synth pop band guy. And that's the, their single. They're they're one big hit. They were they were a big uh, one hit wonder. Right. And that was the song they had, and they actually recorded released music video of the entire thing that song okay uh pop was my heart and it's a fantastic song i fucking love it huh and the whole thing is they they're trying to revitalize some new pop idol by bringing an old star to like that you know out of retirement to make her big again so they turned to him as the lyricist for this old synth band oh all right so it's a, a fun movie about an old one-hit wonder making it in the world again hmm. and working with the lyricist for this shitty pop idol who's like a modern day honestly like really reminds me of ariana grande like oh. way too many years early before she existed interesting right, we've gone a little long now we uh, like this is a really fun episode i gotta say that was a good it topic a man fun episode. cheers you. for a good fucking topic i try i um, try to say good anyway go on <laughs> It's also really dark in here all of a sudden I realized. Mm -hmm. Normally we record the lights on, but it was like sunny out and we didn't hit the lights. So now we're sitting in like absolute fucking darkness. Yeah. It's a little creepy. Hang on. You you close this out. Oh, oh you're nice. going to hit the lights? Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Want to say our usual um, follow us on Twitters and junk? You can find us at Boxes Thought and at... At Ryan W. Yeah, I'm actually wearing my name on my sleeve in my nice little Destiny shirt I got. Look at you. Um... As usual, thank you to... Andrea. Aries Smiles. Aerie thank Smiles. you so much for our artwork. Uh, um, if you are looking for a really cool Twitter avatar slash profile picture, uh, every now and then she needs, uh, you know, she puts out like open spots to be drawn. And it's just, you send her a headshot, you pay, I think, $20, $30. I think they're like 20 or 30 And it's yeah, a good yeah. cause. It goes to her to help her out with... Yeah, I think uh, uh, you, you had retweeted one and she actually commented to both of us. Yeah. We're fun uh, to draw. Putting yeah, we're, we're my, apparently fun to draw. I am putting that on my uh, CV. Yeah. Interesting facts. Fun to draw, fun according to, draw. to this professional Draw artist. me like one of your French girls. <laughs> but no, seriously, though, she, she's really talented. She's a really good person. And you know what? It's always nice when good people help good people. So yeah. if ever you just like to, you know, have something cool of yourself done, like some artwork, hit her up. Like, it makes a good gift, too. It's a good gift, and it's for a good cause. Yeah, I think really the cool most app. recently was to pay some vet bills for her cat. For her cat, yeah, that's it. So that's it's it. not and like, and if you follow her on Instagram, that's a fucking cute cat. That's it. It's like it's, it's, it's not going into some some like fun that's never going to be touched or you're never going to see where it goes. It's actually yeah, going it's, to help somebody else. This is an artist who goes, you know what? I make a living, but a little extra on the side to help me with medical stuff or it's helping a freelance people. thing. Freelance works, fun stuff. So support mm -hmm. the support the girl. Do good. Be good. If you get one done, share it with us. We'll definitely want to see it. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. I, I know I've uh, I've I've got a, I've bought a few as boughten boughten. I've purchased a few as gifts for people, including your birthday gift. That was your avatar. I got you. Yeah. And subsequently made our logo out of it, so it was kind of self serving a little bit. But I had a cool cool bunch of birthday gifts. Uh, it was a yeah, great yeah. 2016 birthday. I got that your was. avatar, 
Uh, I got a Snapchat geo filter and I got a Spotify playlist. I'm actually gonna do my plan tonight is to work on the uh, geo filter for our wedding. Nice. I'm gonna make one. Anyway, uh, I'm hoping on you to use that. You my Snapchat guy. I got it. You and my brother. I got this. The kings of Snapchat, my boss. But um, yeah, that's our sign off. That that's our sign off. We will see you in the future tomorrow. 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 Whenever. When the sun comes out? Yeah. For now, it is closing time for our podcast. Should we sing it together? Nope.